devil Adam. It's a song, it's a song, song fly. It's a song fly, baby, yeah. It's a song, it's a song, song fly. Oh, girl, are you living in song fly? It's a song, it's a song, song fly. Hey, softies and soft lifers, welcome back to our podcast, Soft Life Through Christ. The only way to live a soft life. The only way. <laughs> and this episode, as you can see, we are having a pajama party. We hope you guys grab y'all pajamas and even some popcorn. Okay, because it's about to go. It's down. about to get popping. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a little quick catch up before we jump right into the topic. What's been going on? How's your week been? been pretty awesome i would say i had a very good well we've been gone for a couple weeks now so i would say i had a very good couple weeks it was my baby's birthday he turned three well technically he didn't really turn an age because (laughs) he was born on leap day so that didn't fall this year it will actually fall next year so Mm -hmm. next year he'll be turning one but (laughs) he turned three y'all okay We decided to celebrate on March 1st because, of course, there's no 29th this year. And it went really good. I took him to Sugar Factory. He had the little smoky drink. He thought he was doing something. (laughs) And after we took him to Sky Zone, he ran wild, just jumping everywhere, playing all the games. He had a good time, so that made me very happy just to know that he had a good birthday and i seen a softie comment on our reel they're like can you give us some co-parenting tips because in the last video i did say you know i'm on a co-parenting journey and i think it's going pretty well so i feel like the only true co-parenting tip that i can give is just to set boundaries and know that it's not about you guys no more it's about what's best for the child absolutely So that's what I've been doing lately, and it's going pretty good. Everything went very well this weekend. We all got to celebrate together, and just very excited about that. I've also been working out. Well, I tried to work out. It's kind of tough because I be having a lot going on in the morning, as you know. But I'm going to do better. So that's really what's up with me, just my baby's birthday and trying to work out. (laughs) And then I have been working out (laughs) I'm on day five of working out and I just really wanted to incorporate discipline in my life so I went grocery shopping I bought like some healthier foods like vegetables fruits all that good stuff and then I even have structured my time so I only get one hour in the morning on Instagram and one hour in the evening on Instagram so that I just won't be scrolling all day another thing I did was I'm trying to get into bed earlier so at 12 p.m., I completely shut off all TV, all phones, so that I can get my full eight hours of rest, my beauty sleep, you know? <laughs> um, so It's working. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, another thing I had did was I went to the park with my cousin, and we were painting, and everything turned out super nice. So, that was another fun thing to do. So, there are things you guys can do, and it's actually really fun, and it was very relaxing. Also, this actually happened yesterday. I woke up feeling really strongly in my spirit that it was time to sell my car. Now, I actually do like my car. Like, it was very cute. But it was gifted to me or whatever. So, I actually decided to sell it and just completely get rid of it. And 
I kid you not. We went to the car dealership to sell it. And literally, it was the easiest process. We was in and out in less than like 10, 15 minutes. And my car was actually worth way more than, <laughs> than what I thought it was worth. Okay, because that thing was like smoking. <laughs> yes, God is the good God. Because I was even sitting there like... I'm like, Radisha, you going to give it away that it ain't even worth that much. <laughs> I had to get myself together because I was looking like, what did they just say? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, my car is completely gone and I actually was able to take home a lot of money. So I'm very excited about that. And like, as you guys know, pretty much everything that we need to do is around the house. So it's not like I'm in need of a car right now. So I will be searching for a car very soon, but I don't see the rush to like I'm living my best passenger princess life. definitely i was just about to say that girl <laughs> passenger princess you know it and i ain't ashamed of it and then i was just thinking too like i'm just really in this mode where i just don't want no material possessions or at all but i was thinking i want a bike i like that just make sure you get the little baby seat to <laughs> clamp on the back okay so i can take so a y'all can for a ride go so maybe I'm, i can actually hit the gym yeah <laughs> you take the baby for a ride girl while i'm in search for a car i'm i think i want to invest in a bike but i'm not mad at that i feel like we live in the perfect area because like yeah. you said everything is right around the corners it's really quiet over here too so girl just go ride that bike yeah and i'm just like so excited like def i definitely know that i will be getting a new car down the line which is, that's not one of my words. It just was more so like the freedom that came attached to just getting rid of that. Yeah. So I'm loving the fact that God is shedding anything that is not of him right on out my life. So I'm very appreciative of that. I'm unemployed. I'm carless. I'm just living my best life. Sounds like the life to live. <laughs> okay. But what really impressed me about you selling your car, not that money matters, but it was just God showing you like, you didn't even know how much money you was going to get either. And you was willing to give it up. And then when you got to the dealership, they ended up giving you a larger amount that your car was even worth. So I feel almost like that was God rewarding you in a sense, just because yeah. you was so willing to give it up. Yeah, I was ready. Like I was, it, the dealership was actually about to close soon. And I'm like, we have to get there. Like I want to get rid of this so bad. And mm -hmm. even when they told me the price that, I, that they was giving back, I was so calm. Like, we was cracking up laughing. Like, we, we were just like, it. this is just nothing but a God, God thing. Like, we was literally laughing. My mom was like, like she what's was wrong with y'all? <laughs> People just, just don't get us. They, they don't, don't understand it. They can't wrap <laughs> their minds around it. We don't expect them to. And I remember, too, yesterday morning when I was in the presence, God told me, and it kind of, like, completely went over my head because I didn't understand what he was talking about. But he told me, I'm going to show you how big I could get. He did his big one. Yeah, he did his big <laughs> one. So I'm very grateful. So now that we're all caught up, we're actually going to be talking about something very serious today, which is deliverance and the evil spirit. So this is a very serious topic and not to be taken lightly. Deliverance for us was not like sitting in a classroom learning all these things. We were actually hands-on doing yeah. deliverance, fresh out of deliverance at that we went straight into doing deliverance. So this is how we know these things because it's things we have saw and experienced and we cast out. Right. So you guys may be wondering, well, what is this deliverance that you guys are talking about? So deliverance is actually very prevalent in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. In the Old Testament, God delivered the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt. And then in the New Testament, you will see that Jesus actually cast out evil spirits that were oppressing the people 
deliverance is actually part of true salvation, which salvation is healing, deliverance, and forgiveness. A lot of people only receive forgiveness when healing and deliverance can be obtained as well. A lot of people may be wondering, well, how do these evil spirits get inside of me? So the answer to that is just simply open portals. We were born into sin as well as our personal sin, bloodline iniquities, strongholds, curses, as well as territorial sin. So I'm just going to break them down really quickly. Personal sin, of course, that's anything you may have done, cursing, stealing, lying, murder, whatever you may have done, any sin. And then bloodline iniquities will be anything that your parents, your grandparents, dating all the way back to the third and fourth generation. So any sins that they have committed, any false idol worship, any addictions, all of those things will be included in the bloodline iniquities. So sometimes you may be wondering, why am I suffering from delay and stagnation? It can be something that took place in the third and fourth generation, and now you are suffering from it. And as far as bloodline iniquities go, in Exodus, it says that God will punish the children all the way to the third and fourth generation for the sins that the parents have committed. So it's very real. As far as territorial sin, you'll notice that there may be a spirit that's very prominent in the area that you live. An example could be poverty. Poverty is just lingering over the area or Chicago it having a deaf spirit. And I know this is not the norm and it may seem scary to some people, but this is what is going on spiritually and it's very real and people really need to wake up. Hence, while we got on pajamas, y'all sleeping, y'all go wake up today. <laughs> I do hear a lot of people say, like, for example, something that came up in our deliverance was voodoo. So a lot of people say, well, if I don't believe in it, then it can't harm me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, it don't work like that. If you have an open portal, voodoo can actually harm you or come against you. And that was actually my thought process because, of course, we are Haitian and we grew up knowing about voodoo, but we will always say or think, oh, as long as we don't believe in it, it won't work on us. And then it actually happened to us. Right. So people need to be aware. And it's better to know your favorite line. What's your favorite line? My people perish for lack lack of of knowledge. It's in the Bible. And hence he says, my people. So he's not saying that, oh, sinners that don't know me perish. No, he's saying my people. I'm just so happy that we do have this platform and we're able to expose what is going on. And just keep everyone aware and on their toes. Right. Close those doors. (laughs) So really quickly, we wanted to describe to you guys what is the process for deliverance like. So the first thing, this is the most important thing, is just simply have a contrite heart. Come to God with a contrite heart. That can be your sacrifice to him. Of course, Jesus' blood paid the price. But just simply understanding that deliverance is for the desperate. Okay, so your deliverance will not be complete if your heart is not postured. So before you come in, you definitely want to have your heart postured and ready to receive what Jesus did on the cross for us. And we see it all the time during deliverance when people don't come with their heart posture right and they're just not in a desperate enough place to need a savior. It just never goes well. So right. And it actually delayed the process. Mm -hmm. And then another thing as well is the repentance and forgiveness list. So the list will consist of three things, who you need to forgive, who needs to forgive you, and as well as just simply all the sins that you need to repent of. And of course, the Holy Spirit will reveal anything else that the person may have forgotten while writing their list. 
And it's very important to be truthful during this process. We have heard everything you could think of, so it, it never comes as a shock to us. And not being truthful will only prolong your deliverance, and we truly want to see you set free, so we do not judge. And I'm sure whoever else people are going to for deliverance, not just us, wants the same. And then as far as the forgiveness part, where you write who needs to forgive you and who you need to forgive, in the Bible it actually says that if you don't forgive, then the Father won't forgive you. So that's mm -hmm. why it's so important to go ahead and write down the people that you need to forgive and who needs to forgive you. And people may be wondering, well, why do I have to write down all my sins? Like, I don't know these people or I don't want nobody to know what I did in the past and stuff. And then also, too, in the Bible actually says, confess your sins to one another. And that actually will help with you being set free. And also, too, while writing your repentance list, it's important for you to see the sin now as God sees it. So after your deliverance, you won't even dare think about or partake in the sin. Then after writing the list, we now apply the blood of Jesus to it. The blood of Jesus. My favorite thing in the world, yes. the blood of Jesus. So we apply that blood and now we ready to slice them <laughs> demons up. They got to go in the name of Jesus. Yes, okay. trample over them scorpions and them yep. serpents. Because okay. Jesus left us the authority. Absolutely. It is essential that those who are performing the deliverance, first of all, to understand that it's not you who's doing the deliverance, it's strictly the Holy Spirit inside of you. That mm -hmm. same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is now inside of you. So that is why you have the authority. Moving on, it's important to come in with a clean, pure heart. And the reason being is that if you don't have a clean, pure heart, what you will start to do is project your insecurities onto that person. Mm -hmm. So you'll start saying, oh, she dealing with this, but really, you dealing, you dealing with, with that. <laughs> So, and the spirits know you have to be very careful yep. doing deliverance because the spirits will know they know what you done did that spiritual realm they know so right. they're gonna be like your favorite part too i know Yo, peter, peter i, I know Paul, but who are, are you <laughs> okay so you just really got to make sure your personal life is up to par what you be doing behind them closed door whatever you do that got to be up to par because the spirits definitely will know and they will call you out on it so the evil spirits should be able to recognize you as a believer because in Acts, and I actually love this story because it's just so funny to me and we always say this all the time. So the Jews were going around trying to cast spirits out in Jesus' name, but they was already acting kind of funny towards Jesus. So the evil spirits that was oppressing the man was actually saying, I know Peter, I know Paul. But who are you? Who are you? So they wasn't even <laughs> recognizing them. And it did not turn out very pretty for them. The evil spirit ended up jumping on them, overpowering them, beating them up till they was bloody. And they ran naked. So you don't want that to happen. Make sure that these evil spirits can recognize you as someone who is a servant of God and is walking right with no open portals. And even some parts in the Bible too, when Jesus went to cast out demons, before he could even say anything, the demons was like, I know who you are. Like, yeah. you're Jesus. So they already knew what's up. They knew he had the authority. They knew that they had to go. So that's just like us too. The spirits, they know during deliverance. But they just want to make sure that you know that you right. have the authority. Right. And thankfully, we know. And it's important, too, about the open portals is because the spirits can actually demon swap. So a lot of times when we're doing deliverance, we'll hear Jezebel say, I have nowhere to go because mm -hmm. no one in the room has any open portals. So she knows she got to go back to drop places. That's always my favorite part. <laughs> Our ministry is a lot of women. And Jezebel is so annoying. She'll be telling us she missed us because some of, I mean, 
because most of us did get delivered from Jazabelle, so she'll be like, I miss you, super annoying during deliverance. So Yeah, she'll really try to bother a lot of the girls that she yeah. was in before. She'll say through the girl who's, whoever's being oppressed by the demons, she'll say through them like oh i miss you i want to come back to you mm-hmm. she'll say something trying to get like get in your get head a little jazzy like, oh, Jezebel, you gotta go yourself. when the spirits have nowhere to go it gives you reassurance like yeah i'm good yeah don't play with me <laughs> ain't no demon swapping about to go no on. you got to go out that door another key note for people that are performing deliverance and i kind of feel like you guys should already know this everything is in jesus name in his blood, those demons are going to flee. That's how much weight it holds. It is important as believers to know that Jesus left us the authority. And the word actually says that all the works that I've done, you will do, but greater works. Because I'm going to go be with the Father. So in those works, it includes being able to cast out demons, heal the sick, pick up snakes in our hand. It's, it, it just blows my mind. I don't know about that one. <laughs> drink snakes. De- <laughs> and we can even drink deadly poison without being harmed. So because of that, it is important to recognize this authority so that when you are operating in the hands of deliverance. Also in his word, he said that he left us the key to bind and to loose so we gonna bind those demons right on up and our last piece of advice will be to ask god to see if that person is completely set free yeah don't go off your own judgment okay because a lot of people will see oh that person already threw up 10 times 15 times they must be free (laughs) don't go based on what you see in the natural Always take it spiritual, vet everything through the spiritual realm to make sure that that person is completely set free. Yeah, you cannot be deceived because the spirits are very deceiving. They'll act like they're not there or we'll talk to the spirit and we'll tell it to manifest and the spirit will say, I'm not there. They crafty, but they ain't too crafty, okay? Yeah, and even the people, sometimes they'll get so tired out during deliverance that they will think the spirits are gone. They'll be like, I don't think the spirits are there anymore. And then we'll call a name out and the spirit will manifest again. You got to definitely pray and ask God for endurance during deliverance just to make sure the person is truly fully set free. So now we are about to get into the spirits. We're going to go over some of the strong man's first because usually you have to deal with the root or the strong man. Then all the other spirits attached to it will start to leave quickly. It is important to know that the spirits leave the person's body either through fart, pooping, peeing, tears, burping, or even loud screams. I remember at the end of my deliverance, I was screaming so loud. And the spirits are actually ranked so the strong man spirits are at a high rank so like we said the little spirits will leave along with them that's like i feel like that's like their little helper their little posse will leave along with them and they're of course at a lower rank an example for that a strong man stronghold or the root spirit will be a spirit of abandonment And then the small spirits or his little posse will be anger, jealousy, and that all stem from abandonment. So it's always important to go after the strong spirit first. An example of a stronghold spirit will be Jezebel. And we know Jezebel will influence you to commit adultery, be a liar, cause a lot of confusion. She's very lustful, always in competition. And if you read First Kings, she wanted to get rid of all God's prophets. She hates prophets. 
she wants to silence them. And although the name of the spirit is Jezebel, because it kind of does sound like a woman's name, it can operate in men or women. Spirits do not have a gender. You can also see Jezebel in relationships because in First Kings she was in a relationship with Ahab and I feel like that reflects a lot of relationships today. One partner will be Ahab and another partner will be Jezebel and Jezebel is more of the stronger dominant partner and Ahab was easily influenced by Jezebel which led to his destruction. And like you said in the beginning of the video, how can spirits come in? This spirit can come in through soul ties, sexual immorality, or even sometimes, like you said, bloodline iniquities. Jezebel has a web. It can be a generational thing where Jezebel was passed down to you from your parent. As most of you guys know that have watched our deliverance testimony video, I did have Jezebel and I had a lot of those characteristics. That's how I'm able to identify Jezebel during deliverance when she does manifest and certain things she'll say. I'm like, okay, this is Jezebel. She'll do certain manifestations. She'll laugh hysterically or roll her eyes or a touch on her body. So what I have realized is that these demonic spirits such as Jezebel, they will take a very strong hold on you. So you'll never truly be your real self. Which is why when we're in deliverance, we're not speaking or talking to that specific person. We're addressing the spirits that's operating in them. Even when we're going out through our day to day, we don't have beef with the people who God created you to be. We have beef with the spirits that's operating inside of you. I agree. And looking back, I see how bad I was under the influence of the demonic spirits or this particular spirit by the way that I dress, my thought process, the things that I idolized, the men that I dated, and the music that I would listen to. It was just so much. But I'm so happy that I did get deliverance so now I can be my true self. I know what's going on spiritually now. My eyes are open. I have eyes to see. Another spirit that we see that's very prominent in deliverance is the perversion spirit. Now, I know this may sound like, oh, sexual perversion. While it can be that as well, sometimes it's not always sexual. What it will do is it will cause you to sin and then justify it. And another thing, too, with the spirit of perversion is that it will completely disregard God's principles and will not submit to any type of authority as well as it will obsess over like violence and death and gruesome things. Another spirit that is similar to the perversion spirit is spirit spouses. And the thing with spirit spouses, it really creeps me out because this literally happened to me before that they will rape you in your sleep. It's so disgusting. Like if you ever woke up and felt like you had a wet dream or you had sex in your sleep, that's literally a spirit raping you while you right. sleep. That is so disgusting. And it will also cause you, like, if you are married, it will cause you to not want to have sex as much with your husband or sex at all with any partner. Because it becomes your supernatural spirit husband or wife. Yep. So during deliverance, what we'll have the person do is take off the spiritual ring and completely divorce and sever all ties with that spirit spouse. Yes. And they also, too, can have spirit babies inside of you. So we'll have to go ahead and abort all the demonic spirit, spirit babies. babies that they have had inside of a woman that can be causing barrenness. 
Mm-hmm. And usually during deliverance, when we do divorce the person, they will burst out in tears. Like the spirit will manifest bursting out in tears because they know the time is up. And you know what's so crazy? This is how you know that things take place in the spiritual room before the natural room. There actually was someone, I was watching a Bendigo's video, where his wife actually caught a UTI from the spirit spouse. So these spirit spouses can cause infections or diseases. And a little on how this spirit can enter is from incest, pornography, masturbation, rape, molestation, and sexual sins. That's why it is so important to just guard our hearts, guard our eyes, guard our ear gates. Just be very careful on what you are watching or partaking in. Another evil spirit is the familiar spirit. Now, these spirits will come to you in your dream. And what it would do is it will mask itself as someone that you know. So that in your dream, especially with dead people that you may have known, because they know that in your dream, you'll likely want to go hug that dead person mm -hmm. or speak to that dead person. So these spirits are very good at masking and what they do is that they will inquire information of you, which is why when people go to readers and psychics, they actually have all these information. It's through the familiar spirits that they're able to access it. Another way that I've been seeing during deliverance that familiar spirits enter is when you mark your body with the dead. And to elaborate a little on that, that would be you tattooing the name of a dead relative or friend. So that would be a covenant with the devil to have legal rights and allow the familiar spirit to come in. So with the bloodshed, it essentially establishes the covenant. In the spiritual realm, God plays legally. So he's a fair and righteous and just judge. So he honors covenants, which is why he honors marriages, as well as the other side of covenants. He will, you know, respect the fact that they were established so that it's up to you to break, denounce, and renounce those covenants. Mm -hmm. And you just being in that vulnerable place, like, right. oh, I missed such and such. Do you want to go get that tattoo and stuff? But you guys have to be very careful. And even in the Bible, it says, do not mark your body with the dead. So just be very mindful and very aware, guys. This is stuff that is happening. Right. And people do, sometimes people do it innocently. Yeah. But don't know that spiritually... These covenants are taking place and being established. Yep. And that's why taking it back to where God said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And also, too, he says that you guys reject the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So by us speaking on this and opening your eyes to it and you still choose to reject it, he will reject you. Yeah. So don't reject the knowledge. Apply the knowledge. Also, it's important to note that spirits can be attached to items so you'll see people walking around with the evil eye. That's just a checkpoint for demons, mm -hmm. as well as statues in the home, false god worship statues, zodiac jury as well. And these evil spirits are attached to these types of jury. And it's good that you brought up the evil eye because every time I see people flaunting around with the evil eye, it just always reminds me that they don't believe that God is their protector, that they have to use an object. So you're putting more faith and trust in an object, uh, your nail, they do the nail designs or a little bracelet or whatever type of evil eye thing you have. You're putting your faith in that and not God when God says, I am the I am. So. Yep. He, he's everything you need him to be. He's our protector. So too, it's important to know that God is a jealous God. There should be no other gods before him. He is the only true yep. living God. So and another spirit to add to the list is Moloch. I have seen so many women come for deliverance and have to get delivered from the spirit of Moloch because 
of having abortions and what they are doing with these babies that are being aborted. They are sacrificing them. So you go into the abortion clinic thinking that you're just getting rid of a baby, but really they're sacrificing these babies. And that is a big business that yes, they pay no top one dollars. is talking about. They are paying top dollar to sacrifice babies that you have aborted. And when you think about it, that is your blood. So the blood is literally on your hands. And I even seen too as well, the placenta is even being used to come into covenant with the mm. dark side as well. So at hospitals, they actually tell you to request your placenta back. So don't allow mm. the hospital to keep your placenta because they are selling it for top dollars. Wow. So another spirit can also be infirmity. Now this spirit can cause sickness. People will have certain diseases and sicknesses that are in their bloodline. For an example, it can be breast cancer, that your grandmother had it, now your mother have it, and then now it's trying to come into you as well. So it's important to go ahead and just cleanse that bloodline, cleanse all the bloodline iniquities, including the sicknesses as well. Yeah, because most of this stuff, people don't even know that it is spiritual. It is spirits in operation. That's why you're having diabetes or you're having cancer. Right. And when you go to the doctor, so this is just an, a natural perspective of it. But when you go to the doctor, the number one thing that they will ask you is, OK, did your grandmother suffer from it? Did mm -hmm. your mother suffer from, from it? And that's the same thing that takes place in the spiritual realm as well. I have even seen cases that people go to the doctor and a doctor can't even tell them what's wrong with them. Right. That's just how you know that it's this spiritual. stuff is spiritual. Mm -hmm. When a doctor cannot tell you what's wrong with you. Right. So. In that case, too, it'd be a lot of voodoo that takes place. So mm -hmm. usually people who have voodoo that's oppressing them, you'll notice that when they go to the doctor, the doctor cannot tell them what's wrong. Nothing is coming up in the reports. So it's definitely a spiritual side to it. And as far as voodoo, I have heard people even say before that you cannot cast voodoo off of you. Like they put that much trust and hold voodoo up to that high of a standard that they don't think it can be cast off. It is so powerless compared to Jesus. Exactly. And it don't matter if the voodoo came from Haiti. It don't matter if it came from Africa. In it, the name of, of Jesus, Jesus, it must flee. Yes. When I say that God is so superior, that everything is underneath him. In Luke, you actually see that Jesus cast infirmity out of a woman who was dealing with it for 18 years. That is such a long time. But that didn't mean nothing, okay? Because Jesus was able to cast it out. So that's just amazing. And knowing that we now have that same authority over infirm infirmity. Another thing as well can be barrenness. So this, like we said before, the spirit spouses will have you having spirit babies that will can that will and can cause barrenness. And in the Bible, we actually see barrenness taking place with Abraham. Because of his father, Terah, who did false god worship, Abraham now had to suffer from barrenness as well. And not only did it affect Abraham, but it also affected his son and his grandson, Isaac and Jacob. So, but as you can see, God did not lie when he said that the sin of the father or the parents will come into the third or fourth generation. Once again, that is why it's so important that during deliverance that we cleanse the bloodline iniquities all the way back to the third and fourth generation. So that now the person who is going through deliverance do not have to suffer from what their parents or their grandparents have done. Moving along, I think it is very important for us to also talk about the Marine Kingdom spirit because that is something that we are seeing so often and something that I dealt with as well. 
And with the marine kingdom, it will influence you to mimic a mermaid. Hence why BBLs is such a big thing now. To the point, as soon as young girls are turning 18, the legal age to get BBLs, they're on the table to get BBLs. Not even allowing the body to develop, to have kids or any of that. When we were doing deliverance on a young lady who had the mermaid spirit, she actually was sitting like a mermaid with yes. her, basically like the fins. Her legs Bent. were together yes. and it was like, it was the craziest thing. Like literally yeah. a mermaid in the flesh, but without right. the fins. But like spiritually, if we could see it, she would literally have the fins. During the deliverance, we'll literally be spiritually pulling the fins off and just breaking that covenant, severing the ties. We've even seen during deliverance, people have to get delivered from the Little Mermaid movie. Growing up, they will always watch it and they really love the Little Mermaid, but this is far beyond just it being the Little Mermaid movie. We know that the entertainment industry is being influenced by demonic spirits. So people are doing rituals over the music, over the movies. Just It's being so perverted now that people are literally having to get delivered from this stuff. Right, especially the music. Mm -hmm. During deliverance, you'll see people literally rocking their bodies to the sound of a beat. So you can tell that the beat is influencing them. It is just a lot of things going on today right in front of our eyes that people are just skipping over. I was watching the Millennial Talks podcast. Shout out to Susu and Roland. They were putting up clips from music videos where it was literally right in our faces that they were doing demonic stuff. But of course you're so tuned into the artist or tuned into the song that you're not even seeing the demonic stuff that's happening right in front of your face. And I remember seeing this quote as well where they said the best place to hide things is in plain sight because it will literally go over people's heads. And that's exactly what these artists are doing. It's literally having it in plain sight, knowing that it's going to completely go over your head because people are choosing to not have ears to hear and eyes to see. Another spirit from the Marine Kingdom that we are starting to see a lot during deliverance is called the octopus spirit, which is almost like the deaf and dumb spirit as well, because it'll have mind control over you to keep you stagnant. So you can't truly think for yourself. You'll be under the influence of the spirit. So the spirit will control your thoughts, control your feelings. Cause you to go into a trance. Yeah, so it's just like, it doesn't want you to live out your true destiny and just be your true self. So that particular spirit will have mind control over you. And during deliverance, we will see people just literally sit there stuck. They can't talk for themselves. They can't think for themselves. They'll just sit there in a trance. They'll be so quiet just sitting there. And it's important, too, to know that while during deliverance, you can actually speak to the spirits and say, how long have you been there? Why are you there? Who's like who sent you? As well as what's your assignment on this person? And the spirits will speak. You can say by the chief commander, Jesus Christ. I command for you to speak and they will and they will tell you exactly how long they've been there who sent them why what's the assignment they have on that person's lives it's literally so profound just like we have assignments on our life the demonic realm is just like that satan always want to copy whatever god do so with the octopus spirit it'll literally like drape your head like just it picture an octopus yeah it'll cause bad headaches because you know the mind controls the body so during deliverance, we'll have to literally spiritually cut the tentacles off of the octopus so it can free the individual. Alongside with the octopus spirit, 
like you said, it can cause delay and stagnation with the whole mind control. So another thing too, with the delay and stagnation spirit, you have believers whose destiny is literally being delayed because their parents or grandparents have made covenants or themselves as well has made covenants with the dark side. So I'm, we're talking about people who's been in the faith for years who literally feel like they're so stagnant. They'll get a job and lose it or they'll get to a high peak in their career. And next thing you know, just lose it all. It's because covenants has still been placed, has been placed over them. And it's technically the enemy has legal rights over them. So because of that, you'll notice that they can't keep a job or they can't ever get a job. This is the thing as well. Even if you don't know your parents or you never met your parents or maybe your parents have passed before you were born or during your lifetime, whatever it may be, just because you don't know your parents or your grandparents or never met them, that does not mean that there can't be spirits and covenants that they took part in that now is affecting you. The bloodline still has to be cleansed. I'm just not going to ever stop stressing this because it's so important because so many believers destiny is being delayed, not because of what they personally have done, but because of what their grandparents or their parents have done. Mm -hmm. So now they are suffering the consequences of it as well. And that also can tie into the religious spirit as well, because we know that the Pharisees are the ones who actually killed yep. Jesus. Okay, it wasn't the people, it wasn't the Gentiles who killed Jesus, it was the Pharisees. You'll wonder and you'll go around and see why the religious people literally will have no fruit, are not bringing any people to salvation because they're so stuck on by their works, by their works, when our new covenant is simply all by faith. Presently, there are a lot of demonic spirits operating in churches and people are not even able to discern this stuff. I was reading that his name is James Solomon. His grandfather was the biggest voodoo priest in Africa. Literally, he had people under him, other big time voodoo priests under him. And what he said in his book that really stuck out to me was the fact that his grandfather, although he was the biggest voodoo priest in Africa, attended church regularly. And he was an active member in the church. The fact that so many people are operating under this religious spirit, they're not even able to discern the fact that a whole voodoo priest is literally sitting in been going to the church for so many years sometimes the religious spirit will make people so self-righteous that mm -hmm. they feel like they've been in the faith so long or they read the bible from front to back that they can't be told anything or taught anything and this is a problem because it actually limits god because he wants you to come to him like a child, saying, God, is so much more that I have to know about you. Bring me new, fresh revelation, new, fresh anointing. God is a living God. We haven't even touched the surface. We just can't stress it enough that God does not belong in a box. He can't even fit into a box. So do not <laughs> put God into a box. It's so much more to learn. And the Holy Spirit will constantly reveal new things to you. So just always be open to receive and to continuously learn about God. He said the earth is his footstool. His so imagine footstool. trying to put him in a box. If the earth is his footstool. footstool. I always think about that. With the self-righteous spirit, I'll see a lot during deliverance. Okay, let's just say you'll have to repent of doing drugs or selling drugs, right? 
they'll be like, well, I only did it once. Mm -hmm. But that does not matter. That is super self-righteous that you feel like, oh, I only did it once. I I didn't commit a a murder, but I sold drugs once or I tried drugs once that the sins are not equal. Even in the Bible, it took Adam and Eve one time, one time to fall short in we live in a fallen world now. But that that spirit will try to convince you that you only did it once. It wasn't so bad. But that one time will open up a door for many more spirits to come. Another thing that people will say is that that happened so long ago. I'm now 80 and that happened when I was 18. It does not matter when it happened. And it don't matter how many times it happened. Mm-hmm. You still have to repent from it and see it how God sees it now. Just thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank you because you about eighty, and something from from when you was eighteen still holding on to you. Okay, so just thank God for His blood and for paying the price for all of us. Another spirit as well will be the masking spirit. So during a deliverance, we'll actually spiritually or prophetically remove the mask. And what these people will do when they're operating under the masking spirit is that they'll act like they're perfect and nothing is going wrong and they barely have sinned and completely just have these walls put up so that it will literally take for us to remove the mask and tear down those walls for them to truly get the deliverance. Yeah, And of course, that's the spirit trying to make the mask so they won't receive the deliverance. Absolutely. And another spirit that is going around in this spirit, I feel like is truly running rampant. The whole Kundalini spirit, which can come in through yoga and the new age meditation, opening your chakras and opening your third eye. And reading, palm reading. So be careful on TikTok. We have seen young girls get delivered from TikTok from doing palm readings. And the horoscopes and learning about your zodiac sign and attaching yourself to a zodiac sign, Uh uh-uh, you're a child of God, period. So like we said in the last video, the Kundalini spirit will like to get drunk in the spirit. It will try to mimic the Holy Spirit, a lot of laughter. It will even have you speaking in tongues. Demonic tongues. Yeah, it'll be demonic tongues, like super over-exaggerated. Very loud. Yeah, very loud, just putting on a show. That's most likely Kundalini. It will use divination as well, which is the process of foreshadowing or foretelling the future. But the thing with that is that if you don't enter through Jesus, you are now considered a thief and a robber. The only way to enter is through Jesus. If you have came in through any other way, God looks at you as a thief and and a robber. robber. So when these psychic readers and all this stuff are getting to the spiritual realm through any other way, outside of Jesus, Jesus is not operating correctly. And most of the time, people don't even know that they're operating in Kundalini. They'll think they're actually like prophesying or giving people words, but they are operating in Kundalini. And a way to know if somebody is operating in the Kundalini spirit is if their walk doesn't align with God's word. And they'll give you false words and you'll come into agreement with this And now it leads to destruction. It is so deep. That's why you have to be careful about who you get prophecies from. And test every prophecy. Yep. It don't matter if it came from your favorite pastor or someone you don't know. Test every prophecy. I agree. Take it back to God. So just be very careful and just always know to look at people's fruit and their walk. 
It'll reveal everything you need to know. Because mm-hmm. a good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit and a few self-explanatory spirits that we see a lot during deliverance which are attached to the stronghold spirits are just like spirit of anger spirit of victim spirit of pity confusion anxiety depression suppression oppression unforgiveness it's so many to name. And you will be able to recognize that these spirits are not of God. Some of them are very prevalent in the Bible. But another thing as well is that any spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is not of God. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ ain't died for us to be living in depression and living in anxiety. This particular evil spirit we saved for last, and that is the spirit of Leviathan. You literally have to call on God to send his wrath for Leviathan because this spirit is very prideful, strong, fierce. This spirit will have you resent God. It will cause you to doubt God's goodness and his love, making you almost feel like he doesn't even have love for you because it has overpowered you to believe that. You can see this spirit Leviathan in the book of Job and it is identified as a reptile. And when we do see Leviathan like spiritually during deliverance, when the Holy Spirit is trying to reveal that someone is under the influence of Leviathan, it will be like a large crocodile or a huge dragon. Leviathan will also influence you to commit adultery, but it will be of self, like self-adultery because you're so prideful and just full of yourself this spirit is the king of children of pride so anybody that you see is very prideful even i would say a liar envious any of those characteristics it is under the influence of leviathan this spirit also operates in churches alongside jezebel to prevent the body of the church from receiving the gifts of the holy spirit so without receiving the gifts of the holy spirit you're literally in non-effects this is literally what's going on spiritually so as believers we have to wake up okay wake up remove the scales from your eyes it's literally uh, spiritual warfare is two kingdoms at war. We already know who's going to battle though. Read Revelations. So just understand that we have to continue to do our part to set the captives free, whether it's doing deliverance or even if you have to start a podcast or spread the word on your social media, just don't ever be afraid to speak out about Christ. Use your platforms, use your voice, use your gifts, whatever it is to spread the gospel. And another thing that I felt was very important to talk about because I've been going back and forth asking God about this particular situation and it's about hair weave. So the other night I had sleep paralysis, but in the midst of the sleep paralysis, I just remember being up and my bathroom door is really close to my bed. So I felt like I was up and I'm looking at my bathroom. But at night, I always close all my doors in my room. But as I'm looking, I see the door open and I see a spirit draped in hair weave. 
And I was so confused. But then when I woke up in the morning, I'm like, okay, this has to be God trying to reveal to me that something is not right with the hair weave because I had the hair weave in my bathroom. So it is definitely something that I'm still trying to understand, but I definitely was asking God, is it okay to wear weave? Because as we know, or maybe some people don't know that a lot of the hair is sacrificed. In other cultures, people are sacrificing their hair to please their gods. So we're getting that hair and putting it in our heads. So it's spirits attached to that. So we just have to be very careful and very mindful. And we're still trying to figure out how to navigate with that, whether it's praying over the hair or just not wearing weave at all. But I just really wanted to speak on that because this is something that's going on. And we're asking God to help us navigate through this and reveal to us anything that we may not already know. Yep, literally just purge everything out that is not of you, God. Because in deliverance, we have seen that there are spirits attached to the weave or the extension that someone is wearing. Mm -hmm. And we will literally have to cast it out. Or some girls will have to take the hair out before we can proceed with the deliverance. So that's what sparked the whole thing on whether we should wear weave or not. And why I was going back and forth with God about that. It gets deep, y'all. It gets deep. The things that we don't think mean anything. And y'all thought it woke. so much. Y'all thought woke was something else. Yeah, this, this is, is a the real woke. woke. Okay, we have to wake up. And see that there's literally a spiritual realm, which is why we should be ascending and descending daily and bringing things from heaven down in earth so that we can know how to navigate our daily lives. And we hope that you all can hear our hearts when we speak about these things. We are not at no point attacking you all personally because we see you all as who God created you all to be. We're more so concerned about the spirits that are operating inside of you. We Once, want you guys to be free from that. Yes. Who the sun sets free is free, free indeed. indeed. Okay. So liberty is attached to salvation. Healing is attached to salvation. Deliverance is attached to salvation. So we want you all to accept the true salvation, what Jesus died for. The takeaway from all of this, one is the fact that he's always purging and pruning us. Even after deliverance, there will still be some things that God will father you on. For us, an example will be the hair weave right now. God mm -hmm. is fathering us and purging and pruning in us. And that's actually something I keep in my prayers all the time is that, God, if there's any impurities, anything that is not of you that is that I'm doing or saying or thinking, prune it out of me. I don't want it, you yeah. know? And it shows how much he loves us as well just to bring it to our awareness right so we won't have to have an open door an open portal or any type of influence from the demonic realm even for you all who's watching this video the fact that you guys are seeing this is just an example of how much god has loved god you. loves you that he wants to open your eyes to these things and set you free freedom is just not for one or two people yeah freedom is available for all of you all he paid a high price for it, so y'all yes. might as well just receive it, okay? <laughs> the biggest transaction, the yes, biggest legal transaction time. was Jesus dying for us. So just receive it. Receive what he did for us on that cross. Yep.
All of it. Another thing too, as well in Philippians, it says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So what this means is that always pursue obedience. Don't think that because you have salvation now, you can go out into the world and do whatever you want. Because Mm -hmm. you are free from these demonic oppression, you can go out and do whatever you want. Which is what we have seen as well throughout Deliverance is that people kind of treat it like a voodoo relief center Mm -hmm. and think that they can go back into the world and do whatever they want now that these demonic spirits are not operating in them. But understand this, it can open portals back And like we said in previous videos, the spirits will come back, see that the house is empty and go get seven more wicked spirits. So you don't want that happening to you. You guys will be facing some bigger spirits, more wicked than what you was already doing. So it's not a game, guys. Please take this very serious. It can be literally life Life or or death death for some people. And also, too, don't ever get complacent in your journey with Christ. I personally always tell you this, is that I love to see new believers because it's just something about their passion and their fire and their zeal for Christ that I just love. And I'm always asking God to keep me like that. Keep me on fire for you because I done seen believers get complacent and it literally does not look nice. They no longer be bearing good fruit. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't want, it doesn't make you look at them and say, oh, I want to serve the God they serve. You don't Mm -hmm. think like that. You just be like, "Uh uh-uh, whoever they serve and it ain't effective. And it's so important to not get complacent because we have to understand that the harvest is plentiful and the the workers workers are are few. few. Okay. So we got to get to work. We got to start setting the captives free and spreading the gospel, the good news. Yeah, it's about to get real out here. It's about to get real. And we are ready. Put on that armor of God. I'm telling you, put on that full armor, y'all. And that's another way to defeat the spirits. The word of God and having on that full armor of God, the spirits are defeated. There are some people who cannot get to a pastor, who cannot find a pastor. We have linked our pastor in the last video. However, there is self-deliverance that is available to you, but you have to, have to, have to take it serious, especially if there are some big strongholds and curses and bloodline iniquities that's taking place. You have to be serious about this self-deliverance. It's literally starve the spirits. Don't think, oh, I'm just not going to have sex, but I'm still going to drink and party. No, you have to make sure you're starving all spirits yep. in this time. If you truly want self-deliverance, you have to go cold turkey on all demonic evil spirits. Even for some believers as well, you can ask God to reveal to you the areas that you need deliverance. And I actually know someone who God had given them a dream and he completely revealed to that person what demonic spirits they were dealing with. So God will reveal it to you. He is a wonderful God. That is how much he loves us, that he will reveal it to you so you can be set free. He wants it. He wants us to have deliverance. We just got to want it for ourselves. So make sure you're in that place of wanting it for yourself so you can be free. Right. And I think it's also important for us to know as well that deliverance is not predicated on any other person but yourself. Mm -hmm. You do not need your family members in order to be delivered. I know in our personal deliverance, it was uh, definitely a thing where God had called us all to be delivered around the same time. But that's not the case for everyone. First of all, deliverance is a self thing. 
we all had the opportunity to choose if we wanted to be delivered even in that moment when God was calling us. Deliverance is not a joint thing where you're going to say, oh, me and my best friend, we finna go get delivered. We in this together. No, you have to want it for yourself. And mm-hmm. that person has to want it for themselves as well. Because what if they turn away from their faith? Does that mean you're going to turn away from your faith as well? No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> so you have to want it for yourself. And what's very important and why I am stressing to just go cold turkey on all the spirits, because sometimes the spirits will go dormant. They'll go dormant for about, it can be six months, it could be a year. You'll think they're gone and then they'll just pop back up because you didn't fully starve it or get rid of that spirit. So just right. make sure that you're starving all sin, not just one sin. Or I ain't really do this that much, so I ain't really worried about that. No, you starve all sin, you repent of all things, and you plead the blood of Jesus to everything. Mm-hmm. Denouncing and renouncing yes. all those covenants. There's even worksheets out there as well. Um, if we can find one, we'll definitely link it down below where you can repeat some of the things to denounce and renounce, to cleanse your bloodline, or to break these strongholds and these yokes, which is essentially covenants over your life. And for self-deliverance, fasting will be very crucial in that time. That can also tie into the starving the sins. Definitely see what type of fast God is calling you to do in order to be self-delivered. Because the fast may be bigger than just solely fasting from social media. It may be no food or it all. it's all up to God. But definitely consult and seek God. Just how they say consult your doctor, consult your mm-hmm. creator and see what he is instructing for you to do because he knows what needs to take place in order for you to be self-delivered. Now, we know that this wasn't the typical pajama party that you guys expected, but we do hope that you guys have learned from this video and will take heed to God's instructions. We are just so grateful for deliverance. Yep. And that's why we stress it so much to you guys. This is the reason why we are sitting on this platform and we just want everybody to be able to walk in their true purpose and what God has for them. So as long as we are here, we will continue to encourage you guys to just be free from everything of the demonic realm. With that being said, we will be back again pretty soon. We love you guys so much, and we thank you for all the support. Alrighty, softies and soft lifers. This is all God and none of us. With that being said, we are out. (laughs) We love you guys. We'll see you on the next video. Thank you all for watching. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on all social platforms at SoftLifeTC. We pray that you all get to experience God's love. Until next time, love you guys.